Hi everyone, this is Ronnie with Everything Virtual, and I'm here to, today on, on another uh, great Monday morning. I'm here with uh, Chris Haney from iIllusions. He's joined us on the show in the past, and we have some fun things to talk about. So thanks, Chris, for, for joining me today. Uh, my pleasure, Ronnie. It's good to be here. Yeah, so before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about Gamescom, because I know for a lot of people, I, I'm trying to think of when this will probably go up. It'll probably actually go up close to the end of the week. So I have a feeling that Gamescom will be starting to wrap up around the time that that we published this episode. But I know you're not going there this year, but you've usually gone in the past. Um, what are you looking forward to, I guess, as, as far as just following what, what people are going to be talking about? Um, well, I, I come from a, from a perspective of, of from the developer side where I, I usually go to Gamescom because I, I like to hear how my friends are doing, not so much how their content is going, but mm -hmm. how they are going. Mm -hmm. um, and so what I'm looking forward to from Gamescom from afar, because I'm actually not visiting this year, is just to make sure that everyone's okay. Okay. Um, it's, been a, it's been a pretty hard year um, for a lot of the indies. Um, mm. Every year for years has been hard. Um, not so much, I mean from a professional point of view, but just from a, from, um, it's, it's been quite a lot of critique and, mm -hmm. and difficulty from, from the public, mm -hmm. um, a lot of support too. So it's, it's not fair to, to say that it's just been hard for everybody, but a lot of people have been through some pretty intense stuff this year. Mm. Um, particularly given the rise of, of the Epic store. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's been a, a, a bit of a minefield for a lot of, a lot of um, small developers. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I like these conferences is to catch up with people and, and make sure that we're all uh, eating well and um, seeing some fresh air occasionally. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And, and like you were saying before, I mean, it's, it's arguably the largest conference, I think, even especially for, I mean, granted, our, our audience is kind of from all over, but um, I know a lot of people are, are familiar with E3 and, and Gamescom now, I think, is really starting to eclipse it in most ways. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't tell you who's bigger out of the two, but I, I know that Gamescom uh, is definitely the biggest in Europe. Mm -hmm. um, it's, prim it's the primary driving factor for what's coming next in gaming for most Germans, mm -hmm. um, and they're the biggest market outside of the U.S., uh, a lot of folk from the UK go there. The, the entire Belgian game, I'm in, in Belgium, by the way. Uh, the entire Belgian gaming industry is there today. So they've um, all packed up in their little buses and headed over. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so I've got this, this WhatsApp group of, of just all, everyone from Belgium making me feel a bit jealous. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure everybody's messaging like, where are you guys? We're yeah, just yeah, getting yeah, here. Yeah. And... yeah, that's what's happening. Because today is the, the day before it starts. So a lot of people are, are pulling in today. Um, and then tomorrow I think is the first press day. Okay. And then there's another day I think it is open for some public. Okay. But it's not until Wednesday that, um, the floodgates open and several hundred thousand people, uh, flock this, the floor of Köln Massa. And it's just amazingly large number of people just lining up for hours to play Call of Duty. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, it, it sounds amazing. I, I definitely hope to go one, one, one of these years. Uh, at the same time, I'm, I'm happy for you that you get to relax at home and take some time off. Uh, oh, I will definitely, I'll be there next year. I can just, I can feel it already. So I, I, I'm making the most of my one year off, but I, um, I'm already missing it. I'll put it that way. Man, that's, you know, how does, how does a, a show like Gamescom compare to, like, for, for, for our industry, for, for VR-related content, how does that uh, compare to something like Oculus Connect 6, which I know is kind of coming up in the next month or so? Um, I must say, nothing really compares with Oculus Connect as far as VR goes. I mean, there is um, XRDC, the mm -hmm. um, thing run by GDC, mm -hmm. um, every year, but even that, um, Oculus Connect... Is, is the place where all VR developers are, particularly for North America. Mm -hmm. um, now G, uh, Gamescom is where I personally look forward to seeing a lot of the European developers because okay. it's quite costly to get over to the States Yeah. Um, just for one conference in the yeah. middle of, when is it, late September. Yeah. Um, so we've already justified the expense usually for GDC, which is in March, but yep. to also then throw in another one six months later, it's it, it can get a bit dicey. So not everyone from Europe gets there. That but um, most development in, in VR is definitely happening in, in the Bay Area. 
yeah. which is why it makes sense to have it there. And there's a whole bunch of great people that uh, you can bump into in OC5 or OC6. Okay. The Oculus Connects are really good events. And okay. um, Facebook have done a pretty good job the last few years just making it really, really um, special. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. This is going to be my first year attending, so that's why I've I've been to GDC several years now, but for whatever reason, I haven't made it out to Oculus Connect. So this year, uh, I'll be attending. So I'm looking forward great. to that. Well, um, it's a great place to just meet everyone. Everyone that's made a game or an experience that you've liked will generally be around. Very cool. All right. So are are you going to be there? Just um, we will try to be there. There's okay. Definitely, there'll be some representative from my illusions. I'm, I'm, I think Dirk, our, our founder, will be there. Okay. Um, I'm not sure who else is going to be along, but okay. we will definitely be making a show. Okay, awesome. Well, no, that's that's exciting. So I look forward to seeing you if you guys are, are going to be there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We'd love to have a chat. Uh, we haven't missed Oculus Connect in at least three years. Okay, awesome. Well, besides uh, all, all this stuff and you taking some time off, what's been new? I Obviously, you guys made a, a recent announcement, which is kind of the yeah. prompt for for a recording today. But but yeah, how's how's life been in general recently? It's it's been busy. Like we haven't really had time to, uh, other than the occasional, we had a week off in July. Um, it's been pretty intense. Like uh, last time we spoke, we just pushed the uh, the Quest version of Space Pirate Trainer, mm-hmm. which was a considerable amount of our year this year. We spent most of the start of this year working on that, um, as well as leading up to what we announced last week, which was the follow-up to Space Pirate Trainer, Space Pirate Arena. Um, so we spent a lot of time secretly doing that uh, last year and this year. Yeah, I, I feel like so, you were alluding to a project that you couldn't wait to talk about. When oh, we... we've been we've been sitting on this for well, not sitting on it, working on this, but being silent about it since 2017. Wow. Um, it's since we, we first got the, um, the, the the first vibe, we just wanted to export, experience um, room scale in as big a place as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's more or less what this is. Man, that's what... So so you guys were working on this prior to getting your hands on on uh, like Santa Cruz and the Quest. Oh, yeah. No, we, we, we could smell that that sort of stuff was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know who would make it, but we, mm-hmm. we did believe that at some point, um, not so much standalone would be possible, but wireless would be possible, mm-hmm. um, and large scale room scale. Like mm-hmm. um, it's only a matter of time before these lasers are projected in a in a in a field. We thought like we, it has to be possible. So yeah, we started prototyping uh, game concepts really early. Um, some of which we're still not technically able to implement, but we um, have ideas for it. Man, well that that's I mean when I got a chance to check out the trailer, and I suggest everybody go and 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 does the same because i mean it's it's a super exciting idea to be able to play something like space pirate trainer with your friends and like a in a huge uh play area and just uh it, like i said it harkened back to i think some of the the just my concepts of what's what brings people to vr to begin with which is you know right away in your trailer you don't just show the gameplay but you show uh what the experience is actually going to be like for the players physically in the space I, th- I thought yeah. that was really cool for our first trailer to be able to show, like, because that's th- those are the kind of things I think that bring people into the medium. Is uh, you don't always fully like for people that aren't all that that don't play VR all the time. They don't necessarily relate to just seeing like a first person view of a screen. But when you see someone running around in a in a in a in a pl- in an area, you know, interacting with their friends, that's something that I think everybody wants to be a part of so that it is it is quite hard to visualize and to understand from from a screen what is happening in a virtual reality game yeah which is why um a lot of the stuff that uh mixed reality um like what the live is doing with with beat saber Mm -hmm. um that's a really great way of of visualizing to a flat or screen Mm -hmm. uh, what the experience is like in a virtual reality game Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so we we tried to do that the best we could with the budget that we had, yeah, um, and the quest, which is just that video that you can see on 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 our Twitter and on YouTube, is just two quests playing Space Pirate Arena with a GoPro stuck to the top. So it's it's a pretty straightforward um, way of filming, mm-hmm. but it definitely does capture the, the experience a bit of what it feels like to play. 
Yeah. So, so I guess take me back to t- 2017. So you knew you had a feeling that that these things were going to be, you know, worked on in the future, wireless and larger play areas and all that sort of thing. Um, what were you kind of what What were your initial prototypes, and what did that in- eventually spiral to with Arena? Um. Well. Prototypes um, come out from everywhere. A lot of them we're, we're still wanting to work on. Mm. Um, so when it comes to the actual content of Arena, we're still a bit mum's the word about what gets in it because mm-hmm. um, we still haven't finalized on everything. We've been building prototypes since 2015 of, of what we want to ship out. But so mm-hmm. far, all we've actually announced is Space Pirate Trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what that is like it, it, that, that, that prototype um, blossomed into a really fun little arcade game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we've been working on prototypes as, as diverse as, as football games to, to baseball games, to, to horse and buggy rides, like everything <laughs> has gone in there. Um, but what actually gets developed into a final product is, is much harder. Mm. Um, and that's what we sort of settled on with, with arena, which we still haven't uh, announced all the gameplay modes that we're going to be playing with. Mm-hmm. Um, but to keep it simple, it, it, it is a two-person player versus player, or two or more player, um, player versus player um, game of hide and seek, more or less. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. um, it's a it's an intro. From what we found from just playing, we turned back into six-year-olds. Um, it is the simplest way of putting it. Like we put on these headsets, made this toolbox of, of options, um, our prototype toolbox basically, and just really enjoyed running around in this virtual area. Um, and the freedom given from, from wireless headsets, like in the old days we were playing with Windows Mixed Reality headsets, mm-hmm. um, which did have a bit of a problem with, with drift, so that sometimes it would um, just forget the exact zero location of where it was. Mm. Um, but the inside-out tracking of the Quest is, is really good, so we've mm-hmm. had much less problem with that. Um, but what ended up happening was that we just started playing, just running around. And once you have two players in that same space, and you actually are present together in that same space as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like you can, you can sense like you, with your actual human senses. Like you can, you can hear people around you. You can feel them um, running past you, and, and that sort of presence, when you add on an extra level of augmented, like virtual space, is so exciting um, that we just ended up running around and giggling. Man, how did? Yeah, I, there were so many questions that kind of popped up in my head when I was watching the watching the, the, the trailer that you guys put out, just in terms of how it works and how uh, the quests are able to connect to each other, like how you're, you're essentially able to be in such a large space together with the quest. Well, um, there's, and... still a lot of, there's still a lot of secret sauce involved in this. Okay. Um, more or less because we're not ready to announce a date and delivery time and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I can tell you that it's exciting. Um, okay. That it is real and it's much simpler than you think. Like, um, we've, like you read through some of the Reddit threads of, of just people assuming that we've got um, tracking stations and, and artificial intelligence and analyzing everything. Like it, it's, <laughs> it's sound, it sounds like it's it's some sort of secret project from from the year two thousand one hundred or something. But it, it's <laughs> it, it is a really simple system. We have a, a pretty good networking stack on the on the back end. Okay. Um, of just networking the two players and making sure there's minimum lag. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that isn't that much different to any other networking game. Hmm. No, um, that's... So that's, that's, I mean, this this stuff does exist, and it's been it's been standardized for the last twenty years and getting better and better. Okay. Um, but what we do have uh, two physical people or more, um, up to four at the moment, uh, okay. four physical people in this one space playing together in a virtual space. And that is quite a, a novel concept. I, I mean, so you've already got some LBE, like location-based entertainment systems, like the the team from Arizona Sunshine. Yeah, and um, I, I've tried some of that robot. stuff. It's awesome, yeah. And and The Void have been doing this as well. So it's not, it's not that revolutionary. Um, what is unique here is that um, we've got a really low-based system, mm-hmm. the Quest, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, doing it in a much larger freeform area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that hasn't really been done yet. So the, the idea of having multiplayer in, in VR in co-location has been experimented with, and it is quite possible with, with the Vive Pro um, using Steam VR 2. Like you can get a 10 by 10 
play area from a vibe for pretty easily and from the index mm-hmm. um with the quest we potentially have much larger spaces yeah no and and like you were saying before it's it's different when you're in a location-based uh like you know a location-based event or something like that where you're able to uh, you have like a, a backpack PC or something attached to you, but I think most people with their home setups, uh, and I don't know how wireless uh, necessarily works with multiple people in the same room, but uh, yeah, most people are going to be tethered, and and you just can't really have the same type of experience with most people's setups that you're able to do with the Quest or 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 you know these upcoming you know standalone headsets. So that's really yeah it watching i think what was so exciting about watching the space pirate arena trailer that you guys put out was just the fact that i could see myself um and and some of my friends that have quests kind of easily rigging up a a a game session like that uh by going and finding a large enough area so yeah and 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 uh, that's the way that we've been um trying to sell it to ourselves as well the last 12 months is uh who is the audience of this game Mm mm-hmm um, primarily, we're building it for ourselves because we just really wanted to play a game like this. But who else could benefit from this? And and we we could make a game just for arcades, and, mm-hmm. and there's still a case for that. Like there, there's a financial case for making a game for large scale arcades, like like the Void, for example. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But the experience is something you can't just do at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Void offers something that is beyond the capabilities of a home entertainment uh, system. Like, yeah. You, you can't have uh, like uh, if you I don't want to spoil the the Star Wars yeah, yeah. experience, but there are moments in that which you actually feel like you're in a different planet. Yeah, because of of the way that that they they, they use heating and um, uh, wind to make you feel that when you're looking at a virtual lava pit, you're actually feeling heat, right? And that, that's something you can't just get from a home experience. So there is a case for LBE. Um, but what we wanted to try was um, getting people to do uh, VR in in more unique places, places that they could um, just just set up themselves, just go outside and 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 play a game, or head down to the local tennis court um, and just do something in that large space. Yeah. No, um, and and that, that's kind of where we've ended up with with Space Pirate Arena was just this game where you could just pack up in a backpack and 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 rather than playing a game of tennis or playing a game of basketball. Uh, play a game of uh, running around, playing laser tag. Yeah, basically. yeah. No, and it's a it's a good use case scenario for people that are kind of on the on the fence about getting quests too. Like I, I have I have you know relatives and friends and whatnot that are close, but I feel like this is like a, a this would be something to kind of push them into. Hey, like wouldn't it be cool to have more? I I I just think we need more. Uh, you know local multiplayer games for the quest in general because uh those kind of games can be so so different than anything else that people are used to experiencing so that, that, that's an interesting point because i find the easiest way to sell vr is to show vr right mm-hmm. um is to have like friends over or family and say hey put this thing on your head mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that's happened since since quest was launched is that i generally have a quest on my backpack it's now a a thing that I show much more often. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in the past, for, for me to show off our game to, to someone that I, I know, they have to come to my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, I mean, it's not that crazy to come to someone's house, but it is super weird to say, I come up to my office and and I, I'm much more likely to, to just introduce someone brand new to VR now with the Quest than ever before. Yeah. And now that I generally have two Quests in my backpack, um, <laughs> A meetup now turns into a crazy round of, of um, multiplayer fun. Man, that's so cool. Uh, I, man, I, I want to try this sometime. So that that sounds so fun. <laughs> well, we're really hoping to show it off uh, very soon. Okay, awesome. Very soon. That's exciting. That's really exciting. And 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 as far as as far as right now, I know you're not talking, you know, like other game modes or anything like that yet. I mean, what what's it been like? It does sound like you guys are targeting like a, a multiplayer only game, or is uh, at that this too stage, much? 
Well, I mean, it, it's still too early to say the content that will go into this game, but we sure. are definitely, definitely focusing on multiplayer. Okay, okay. Um, we, we think that we've already got the single-player game, right? Um, yeah. Space Pirate Trainer is a pretty good single-player game. Now, that's not to say that you couldn't add more value or more, more content to that, um, but at this point, the, the, the thing that we are absolutely laser-focused on is, is a multiplayer experience. Okay. Um, which isn't always the smartest business move, but it is the fun move that we want to work on. Yeah, no, that makes sense, especially with what you're, what you guys are doing. And, and as far yeah, as, yeah. as far as like, uh, again, not to get into, I'm not trying to get into the content too much or anything like that. But if 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 players are familiar with Space Pirate Trainer, um, can they expect it to be kind of in a similar universe and with similar types of weapons and that sort of thing, or or not? Yeah, let's let's say um, the, the 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 core of the gameplay from Space Pirate Trainer does exist in some form in Space Pirate Arena, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, in that we've we've taken lesson learnt approach to all the content, because a, a lot of the, the content from Space Pirate Trainer was more or less frozen um, after our alpha was shipped in 2016. Mm -hmm. um, and so from that, we had a lot of things that we would like to change, but changing it would have drastically altered the game that people have gotten used to, especially during the early access stage of Space Pirate Trainer. Like we we shipped the beta of Space Pirate Trainer in September 2016, mm -hmm. um, and from there we did add more stuff like a, like a lot of new new gun modes and things, but we we didn't change the core gameplay loop um, purely because that's what we'd already promised our early access players. Like they didn't want to have a game at 1.0 that they didn't like. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of the features that we wanted to add to that game that we really would would have changed that game are now. We've been working on for um, Space Pirate Arena, so there are elements that are different. Got it. Um, uh, from a pure gameplay point of view, like for example, the focus is absolutely on multiplayer. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff that we've thrown in here. Like I think um, some clever redditors have already pointed out that they have noticed um, the ricocheting bullets. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, like that's a, that's a small example of of the gameplay. Like we've we've added uh, special modes to the guns. Um, that just were not even considered in Space Pirate Trainer. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I also read somewhere that, you know, I, th I think Dirk was actually talking about it a little bit, like as far as like charging, like charging blasts and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's cool. No, that's, that's also, so this is basically your chance to now uh, introduce new concepts that you've, you've probably been working on for a long time that just yeah, didn't like, fit into space. We, we were talking before about the, uh, the bag of prototypes that we um, have been carrying around for a while. Mm -hmm. And um, whenever we find one that's appropriate to a, to a game, we try to find a place for it. No, that's, that's awesome. And, and as far as, as far as the, the, this is just me kind of taking things that I saw in the trailer and expanding upon it. But um, the way level design works and all of that, um, is it, 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 are the levels procedural, or are they are they they designed specifically around certain size sizes of areas that people can find? So, so like, the the, the, um, the focus of this um, next six months is to answer that question. Okay. Um, we we definitely have answers for it, but um, what ends up in the game comes down to timing and budget. Understood. Um, but um, we do have a lot of a lot of ways to answer that. But, okay. Um, before we have a definitive. Uh, and so we're going to keep our mouths shut. <laughs> okay, uh, no, fair enough. Purely because because think game at this stage of a game development, like, things change really rapidly. Yeah. Um, and an answer in August 2019 is going to be very different to an answer in early September. No, that makes sense. Fundamentally different to December. Um, so once we have we're closer to an idea of, of shipping, we'll have an answer for that. But at this point in time, um, the game arenas themselves are built around. What's the most fun for two players or more? Um, and so once you, for example, once you've got like four players, you do not want to be all stuck in a, in a four meter by four meter area. Yeah. You want to be in a much larger area. So based on, on the gameplay itself, you will be dictating not just the dimensions of the level, but also um, how the level is structured. Okay. Um, and within that is also different types of, of gameplay modes. So, um, depending which ones get shipped mm -hmm. uh, and when, mm -hmm. uh, is, comes down to how you answer that. Uh, procedurally generated level design with a quest and making it look good is mm. super hard. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the hardware you've got there 
does generally require completely baked lighting, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which means um, that you're, you're, you can't just make a level on the fly without it looking a little clunky. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, oh. And so with that in mind, it is possible, but it just won't have the same fidelity that you saw in that trailer. So yeah. that trailer was a baked, completely baked lighting okay. to make it look like that. Um, okay. Best played in a, in, the, in a large space. Mm -hmm. um, but we do plan to accommodate different sizes. Okay. Just so much as it doesn't um, get in the way of gameplay. For us, yeah. the most important thing about Space Pirate Arena, and same as Space Pirate Trainer, all our games, the most important thing is, is it right for gameplay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, that, that's, that makes that's total why, sense. That's why we make games. We make games because we love games. Um, and so we don't want to add things that don't make it more fun. Yeah, no, that, that totally makes sense and totally fair. Uh, as far as like where you intend to release the game, obviously you're showing it on the quest. Is it possible? Uh, is it is it something that you guys have considered to bring it to 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 tethered platforms or no? You're really you're really focused right now on making sure that that it works on the quest first and foremost, and then. Um, no, the, the quest is not our, our target. Um, okay. We haven't actually we haven't agreed on on, on a target yet. Okay. Um, our concept was to make a game. And then hopefully tech is ready for it. That was that's been our been our, our way forward for ages. Um, yeah. That's that I mean the, the quest is just a, an amazing moment in in VR, and so that's why we are currently using it. Like it's it's the best system to play this game on because you can just put two quests in a backpack and play it. Yeah. Um, whereas with with um, uh, PC VR, you do have a lot more setup and a lot more things to worry about. Mm -hmm. um, having said that, it looks phenomenal. On, on PC VR, like on, on you, you watch you play this on an index. It just it's it's breathtaking. The work that the 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 work that the um Dirk has been doing on on just making this look as beautiful as possible. It's just amazing, and it runs first and foremost on a Quest. Mm -hmm. So it's all been optimized for a low end CPU and GPU. That's awesome. But when you run it on a an amazing thing that can do it at 144 hurts like it's 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 just crazy yeah and all the details um, really pop i i feel like yeah just... yeah yeah so i I've, i'm so used to playing space pirate trainer and, and space pirate arena on the quest that when i actually do get to go back and look at it on a rift s or yeah. an index my yeah. mind my mind explodes yeah same thing and, with me it's like all, all those little details is just because i do the same thing i switch back and forth between the two and it's like yeah it's perfect it's perfectly fine when you're playing on the quest and then you go back and it's like all of a sudden you're wearing like, I don't know, like super goggles or something and you can just see everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it is super goggles attached <laughs> to a very expensive computer up in my office and I can't look at it when I'm out of the office. So yeah. there, there is a selling point for the Quest very much there. I use my Quest way more than I use anything else. Yeah. Um, and that's just because I'm in, I can, I can take, it, take it with me. Yeah, no, um, I, I agree with you. So I was playing a round of Autica the other day, and I'd forgotten how beautiful VR could be when I I, I hadn't played VR from my office for a while. I've been over um, in our secret lab working on the Space Pirate Arena. <laughs> and my God, the index is spectacular. Yeah, I agree. I, I was playing Autica last night, actually, on it. So I know exactly when you said that. I was like, oh, I have a, I have a, very, a very close reference. Yep, very pretty game and um amazing on an index the audio is just so yeah good. yeah the audio makes a big difference with the index for sure mm. so that's that's one of the things that kind of yeah moving between the quest and the index the audio like there like I, the visuals make a huge difference but the audio really stands out as something like man if, I, if only i could bring these over to that that would be amazing like i've, I've heard people on twitter pleading to valve engineers to just make a pair of headphones yeah <laughs> um and they'd be the best headphones in the world index headphones oh my god i i would love them too oh i would buy them i i mean yeah within reason as far as price is concerned but i would definitely 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 want a pair to work with my my quest if possible well, you be... know that valve have the capacity to build these things like yeah they, they also have the capacity to charge reasonable prices for their for their hardware like yeah the, the uh the Steam controller some, is sometimes sold or free. Yeah, it's like, crazy. It's, it's everywhere. So I, I can only imagine that if they've got the patent on those headphones, that they could easily pivot to a headphone company. Yeah, no, that would be, man, because they're amazing. I mean, they're great. And and as, especially as a use case for VR, the fact that they don't, 
you know, you basically lose nothing because you don't have... Uh, I don't like wearing big, heavy headfo- headphones when I'm playing VR just because I get hot easily and, and mm-hmm. I feel it, you know? But with mm-hmm. the with the index headphones, that's or the, the index speakers, rather, they, they really don't... Like, there's, like, no downside to using them over, you know, the the audio solution that's already in the quest. Yeah, yeah. So, man, yeah, I wish, yeah, fingers crossed, someday, you never know. So, yeah, to go back to your question, um, we have definitely considered um, PC VR, but we have not considered Tethered. Um, this is not a game for a 2 by 2 meter space. Okay. No, that makes sense, because, um, I mean, this, I, this, yeah, I wouldn't want to try to play something like that. It's, 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 I mean, it could work, it's just not nearly as fun. Um, and so we have experimented with different ways of doing that, but it's just so much more fun to just head to somewhere bigger. Yeah. And, and that, that isn't an answer that everyone wants to hear, Mm -hmm. um, because they want to play on their high end PC in their office or in their their den. Mm -hmm. Um, but really playing this is so much fun on a basketball court. Man, (laughs) that sounds uh, like I said, for anybody out there that's had, uh, VR experiences where they're untethered or just, you know, free to move around as much as they want in a really large space. It's like, it's so liberating in terms of what you're able to do. And, and, and in terms of the immersion you get from it too, like, like I can only imagine moving around in, in the environment in that trailer with someone there, um, over, you know, the course of an entire match, you completely lose track of what, (laughs) what reality is. Like as far as you're just in that world after after a few seconds probably of, of moving around, and it's pretty exhausting too. Oh, I can imagine. That's I why I like I, that kind of that also makes a lot of sense to me as far as why you would you would treat a game like that as more of a hide and seek experience rather than just like an all out like I mean making this akin to something like real world boxing or fighting or something like engaging with someone else. In, full, in a full effort type of situation is super, super, super tiring, like on another mm-hmm. level. So I can only imagine, like, if you just put people just, all right, just attack each other, how, how <laughs> that, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't go as well as something, like, where, where you're actually searching for someone. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's, um, it, it is an experience. And I must say, I, I can't wait that, to share it with more people. And I, I'm pretty certain we'll be able to show more soon. Yeah. Um, but uh, it all comes down to us getting hard to work. As far as the hide and seek concept, because I've, I, I saw, I saw people describing the, the trailer as that also like Derek and others. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it was just Derek or if you were mm-hmm. in any of the, the articles, but um, yeah, I, I saw that, that description and I was wondering, I mean, when you first set out to make a multiplayer-type space pirate experience, did you know that it was necessarily going to go in that direction? Or, or did that just come about as far as when you saw people it, interacting? It, it, it came out of prototyping. Like, um, from us just starting off with the toolbox we had, which was Space Pirate Trainer as, as, as a cool mechanic, um, which is based around laser fire, mm-hmm. um, we found... When we just put our guns down and just built weird mazes um, and corridors and office spaces and all sorts of stuff. It was just a lot of fun to use a, an, an empty physical space mm-hmm. as a place where people would just explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you added more people to it, it became a place where people explore and, and become kids again. And the, the first thing you do is, is either hide from each other or chase each other. Mm-hmm. And that's what we ended up just doing and kept on doing because we're big dorks and we love that sort of <laughs> stuff. And and then we just put the guns back in and that's Space Pirate Arena. Um, so the the, the the calling card of, of a laser tag meets hide and seek just comes out of just the way that we preferred to play it. Um, like a lot of the time we won't use any shooting. We'll just be running and just giggling and basically playing, playing tag. Yeah. Um, and when you we do that in, in a space, like the, the things in, in Space Pirate Arena, like the locations that we've got, we've got a, a bunch of locations. I think one we're showing was called the Secret Lab. Um, you're, you're hiding in this weird lab full of like weird chambers and, 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 and 
buttons and stuff. And it, it's just really kind of fun to just lose yourself in that space and just try to hide from the other person. It actually really is a fun way of playing. Um, and so that, that did evolve out of just us just goofing off, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, that's that. Yeah. Like I said, I can't wait to play it myself. And we, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't expect it to be a, a hide and seek game. We did not expect that, but we just found that that's the most fun way to, to use space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I think you can see in that game, in that, in that trailer, I mean, I hope you can, I'm not spoiling too much. Um, there's, there's moments where gunfire just literally comes through walls. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. There's, there's like a, there's a cut in the wall or, and I think it's some, I'm just going to have to look at it one second. Space pirate arena. <laughs> so I haven't looked at it in a while. Um, let's have a look. Here we go. And I'm creeping around the corner. Yeah. Um, there's one moment where I'm actually shooting above one of the walls. Yeah. I remember that very. And, and, and that, that was, that was one of the, with the key turning points for us in the development of the game. Um, when you can do stuff like that, like this is stuff that you cannot do in a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. You, you generally have a, a central uh, site where you're shooting at, mm-hmm. um, but you can't also just choose in a game with the, the controls that we have. Oh yeah, just sort of move your hand to the very top of the screen and shoot downwards. Yeah, especially um, and, in like a in a targeted fashion. I mean, there's no yeah like, yeah yeah. Um, and that type of gameplay, um, once you actually realize that you can do that, and the other person can also move like that, just change the way that you interact with each other in a first-person shooter-style way. Um, and that does further encourage the need to hide behind a wall. Mm-hmm. Not just stand there. Mm-hmm. You can't be in any line of sight anymore. Um, and that line of sight... If you're playing this game, you can physically jump over the walls and see if they're down down somewhere. Yeah. Um, so there's a whole bunch of stuff which, which um, we encountered while developing this game that we had no idea would, would, would be even slightly important, let alone really, really fun. But shooting above walls and through walls or, or through through a window mm-hmm. is super, super fun in VR. And I, I just I was just thinking about like describing that. How do you how do you stop players from like going through walls or that sort of and thing? And that, that that was definitely our first thing that we started um, really really playing with in 2018. Um, and it's hopefully something that we can show off soon because okay. that's that's kind of one of the core components of this game. Okay. Um, okay. Is making it fun for people, even if they're trying to cheat. Ah, interesting. Okay. Um, and Intriguing. so that was that, this was a solution that Dirk came up with sometime last year, and it, it really impressed me then, and I'm still really, really excited by it now. Um, but that that didn't make it into this little tape teaser, but we hope okay. to um, show that off well and truly before the trailer hits. Interesting. Okay. Awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that is probably the one of the biggest unanswered questions. Um, but we do have a solution for it, and Dark, I think, did an amazing job. Okay, very cool. And 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 along the same lines of, uh, like, I guess it, it would depend on the game mode. But I, the the other question I was I was thinking about was, you know, in most games, if you if you die or whatever, you're you know you respawn or so. It, it, is it is it similar to laser tag in the sense that maybe if you get hit that you're you still stay in the same area, but you're kind of out. Yeah, I guess that's how it would have to work, right? Well, it also comes down to number of players as well, right? Okay, okay. Um, so when you got two players, it's a very different reaction to four players, different reaction to eight players. Okay. Um, and so we've got a solution for that, um, but it comes down to number of players. Okay. Uh, so when, 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 when you've got two players and one's dead, that's the end of the game. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Um, yeah. And when you've got four players and one's dead, it's not the end of the game because you've got three players. So you have to yeah. split solve that, the, 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 the fail state for one of the players, but make sure the other three players are aware of that person in the co-location. So there's, there's, a, there's a lot of, of um, mm. things to take into consideration when you've got multiplayer co-location. Yeah. And so we've done, we've done all that hard work, um, but that's not the stuff that we're excited about. That, that, for us, that, that's just an unnecessary solution. But sure. it's still, it's fun. It's part of the game. But it, yeah. for us, the the real fun thing is actually that you can now do this. Okay. Um, but co-location play with a fail state is super important. 
Otherwise, okay. you just keep on running around and just playing the game, but you can't do that because you've lost. Yeah. So you have to have... And you you're still in that space, it. so it's not like... Yeah. yeah. No, that makes total sense. So, hmm. Interesting. Man. Yeah, so... But, I, but, um, that, that level of, of, um, of gameplay um, analysis, I guess, or at least information will be coming, um, but it's closer to the release date of the game. Okay. Okay. Um, so we, we give away a little bit of it in this teaser. Yeah. Like, um, I think it even starts out with sort of identifying what uh, a, a level loader will look like. Yeah, I remember, like, the each of the players kind of step into a, a specific location on the map, and it kind mm. of generates around... So that, that's, a, that's an indication of, of how, I guess, the hub looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it's also in a, a slight as to what the game looks like when you're playing um as far as managing fail state okay okay what it looks like when you're dead okay interesting good to know well that's cool yeah i can't wait to learn more about it and more importantly i can't wait to play it so um i guess this is this will be my last question on arena and then um as far as uh your rollout i know you're you know, you're, you're saying kind of sooner rather than later. Um, do you guys intend to release it in some type of, like, do, do you guys intend to do some kind of a beta or some type of a testing uh, process, or are you guys just kind of going to release? Well, we it's... are still too early to announce that, Ethan. So um, okay. we definitely do have um, a bunch of work ahead of us. Okay. Um, but even our release cycle, like, we're not entirely sure when, where, or what. Okay. Um, the point is that we have a game that we think we're proud of. Yeah. We've just got to be able to hit the market right and see if people want to play this. That, that was kind of the point of our teaser was to say, hey, here's this thing that we are really excited about. Um, are you excited too? And and from the feedback that we've had, like, um, I think the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we weren't sure. Like, we still weren't sure if this is a... Because this is a different concept. This, this game is not the same as your um, Space Pirate Trainer. It's not a thing designed for home... In, in a, on a couch at all like this yeah. is the our last release prior to space pirate trainer on quest was space pirate trainer on a p uh, uh, psvr like yeah PlayStation VR, which is an absolute literal couch game um i mean it still encourages you to stand up but you, yeah. you are tethered to a tv yeah um and so this this next game is is the antithesis of that is saying get up move run around go crazy so we weren't entirely sure if people would get excited by that or turned off yeah. Um, but I think most of the feedback we've had has been encouraging. So um, we'll see what happens from here, but um, it means that our next few months will most likely be Space Pirate Arenaing. We're excited about that. Man, well that's, well, that's really awesome. So like I said, I can't wait to learn more. And this is one of those things, like as soon as I saw the trailer, it's like, man, I have to talk to Chris. Like I, because <laughs> it, cause it, yeah, it, it totally got me. This is something that, you know, we don't, I, besides... Uh, you know, going to some kind of a, an arcade or something, you really don't get these kind of experiences uh, easily. And the degree to which that trailer made it look like, you know, I'll just be able to 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 go somewhere with my friends and be able to play these awesome multi. Like this is exactly what I want on the quest that is kind of harder to find right now than I want it to be. So well, yeah, um, it's coming. I imagine that we won't be the only ones with this sort of thing if our if our gameplay model is successful i can imagine other teams doing it yeah um because it's the only thing that we care about now it's it's so much fun to play like when we were developing this we were also doing the space pirate trainer port um space pirate trainer for us was the proof of concept does this type of game work on on a quest Mm -hmm. um and a lot of our testing was done on the local tennis court we just hire as an indoor tennis court down near us and we'd hire that every Thursday and head down and just test on large scale space pirate trainer. Does it work? Yes. And we'd take our laptops down there and, and do some work and, and knock this one out occasionally. But um, most of uh, late 2018 was spent doing space pirate trainer on large scale. And that's where we worked out that the quest is pretty good at, um, at doing this. It can, it can map large, large arenas mm-hmm. or at least, mm-hmm. In the arena, on the context of a tennis court, like it can do that size pretty well of okay. of thirty by thirty feet. Yeah. Um, 
and even so, so, and, and if, if you can put up with the guardian not yelling at you, um, it can do bigger than that as well. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there there have to be workarounds on that. Um, yeah, it, there. It all comes down to what the the memory use of of the quest. Okay. Um, and a whole lot of optimization. Like it's not easy to memorize that much spatial data. Yeah. Um, and and so I'm curious myself, like what where 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 Oculus will take Quest Tech next. Um, like it, it's already we're pushing it way beyond its its original design. I'm sure yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, it was its op optimal location is in a very easy to map uh, room. Yep. And we're pushing it into this big crazy warehouse. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're really impressed with what it can do. Um, and have been since starting Space Pirate Trainer on, on Oculus Quest, on Santa Cruz, sorry, um, late last year. Yeah. No, this so, is, yeah, yeah. and th this is just for, to further argument. I, I got into a conversation with someone the other day about, yeah, what what's better, you know, PC-based PC -based VR or the Quest? And this is, this is from someone that was on the fence about buying a Quest. He hasn't bought any VR yet, but he's kind mm. of, he was ready to bite the bullet on the Quest because he's like, yeah, you know, I, PC like that that stuff connected to the computer that's pretty cool and everything but I think I know something that's even better now and then he was and then he started talking to me about the quest and I was like yeah it, yeah it's in in a lot of ways it is better like and and this is this is I guess you know for all the technical limitations of some of standalone devices the advantage of not having to be tethered or censored in a room uh, you know if you if you really latch onto those advantages can make a huge difference so. That's... Like um, I don't know if you've, you've done uh, Richie's plank experience on the quest. Not on the quest yet, no. Um, like you've done Richie's plank experience. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I've given more demos of Richie's plank experience on on quest than anywhere else, purely Same. because <laughs> there is a, there is almost a, never a plank in my office. Yep. But there is always a plank somewhere. Yep. And it's super super funny to just. Well, not just funny, but amazingly interesting to just whip out a plank in the middle of somewhere and get someone to do Richie's plank, like especially anywhere, like like in a dumb place, like on a mall or or at a, at a party or at a friend's house or yeah. at work or at, around the the water cooler in the office. Like it's so weird to just be able to do that sort of experience at anywhere. the uh, within. Like it takes maybe at most 60 seconds to set up a, a quest if you yeah. have to push the on button and wait for it to boot yeah but generally speaking it takes about 20 seconds to just put on the headset push the go button map out a, a guardian super quick like you don't even have to make it a good one just just make a big circle around you and then you're in yeah you know i've man that's such a good I, like i said like i've i've used richie's plank experience so many times on so many vr demos and for whatever reason i haven't i haven't picked it up for the quest so i should get go it, pick it, it up the for quest. the quest it, it's it's just fine. Like it's the same limitations as any other game on the quest, but sure. the, the Richie's plank on, on quest is it's Richie's plank. Yeah. On, on a device that is in your bag. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And so it's one of the greatest ways to to sell the concept of VR, um, particularly to people that don't consider themselves gamers. Yeah. Uh, like I I put my mother through it a few months ago and and. She got as far as the elevator door and then <laughs> took the headset off and went, no, 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 no. Yep. But uh, that's an experience that she wouldn't have had um, because she doesn't come to Belgium very often. Yeah. But because she could just put this headset on, she tried it out and, and it blew her mind. See, and even um, getting right to that to that spot, like whether you try getting across the plank or not, I think the, that idea of this is too real for me in and of itself is powerful enough to be like, yeah, okay, yeah. This, is, this is something that's special. And then there's a whole bunch of experiences on the quest that can do that, and and I, I really really enjoy that simplicity of of getting people on board and trying it out, um, and I, I look forward to it just getting better. Yeah. No, I'm I yeah I'm so happy with my quest with my index. Like the state of of VR right now is is I mean I, I the hardware is getting better and better. I mean really if you look at what we're able to do on the hardware side. Uh, now it's just night and day, like, you know, so much better than it, than it was before the optics and screens, even on the quest have gotten so much better than, than what we were dealing with before. So now it's just up to, Hey, hey, you know. I, I still, I still have a, a soft spot for my vibe. 
<laughs> I haven't, yeah, I still use my wands from time to time, depending on the game, just because I'm so used to them. Um, I haven't, I haven't thrown on the Vive headset in a while. I, I, I use my go. Vive headset, not daily, but at least every, every other day. Okay. It, it has uh, a different feel to it. Like what, what, why specifically do you pull out the Vive? I love the feel of the Vive on my head. Okay. I just love it. I, I, um, I have two vibes in my office one with the deluxe audio strap and one with the standard old yeah. strappy strap yeah, yeah and i love i love both of them i um i love the weight ratio yeah compared to the index i um just, no to, I know, I, I've to some degree yeah to some degree it's kind of like the difference of of of, of driving like a, a non-hydraulic steering car versus a like there's something about that that the weight distribution of the original vibe that you're right like it feels like rather than setting something on top of my head, the Vive just felt like it, I don't know, like strapped onto my face. And yes, just like what strapped onto my face is probably the best way of putting it. <laughs> it's not a particularly comfortable experience, but it is definitely not going to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Like just thinking back to it, like I, I can see why. And, and, and there's something about even like the, just the, like, the you know the I know the field of view on the Vive was wider than than the Rift and it's not that different than the the Index honestly but mm. there's something about like you still like looking through the goggles into the VR like you get that a little bit more with the the Rift and the Vive and that's kind of a cool feeling sometimes yeah so yeah I I, I, I still have a soft spot for all these little headsets. Yeah. Even the Go, even my Oculus Go is sitting here looking like a sad sack, but it, it's it's still it's still a loved little sad sack. Oh, well, all right. Thank you so much for for taking the time to talk with me, Chris. And it was yeah, a it, for for people out there, I know like a lot of the listeners probably heard, listened to your last interview, but um, for people that want to follow you guys, uh, learn about. Uh, arena and the the upcoming you know release dates and all of that as soon as possible what's the best way for them to to follow um, you so guys? our twitter handle is i illusions it's i underscore illusions um which is where most of our official communications come from but um then if you want some super sneaky insider stuff you can follow um our primary head mr developer dirk van welden mm-hmm. on twitter at quark cannon that's q u a r k C A N O N Quark Cannon and I am Hanny Chris H A N E Y C H R I S. Um, so yeah, we, most of our communication is done through Twitter. Um, we do we monitor Reddit and all that stuff as well, but um, uh, we engage mostly on Twitter. Okay. And then you can just email us as well if you want. Go to our website i-illusions.com and say hi. Awesome. Well, thanks again, and yeah, enjoy the rest of your time off. I uh, will have a great couple of days, I'm sure. And then um, we'll be kicking it back probably from Wednesday. But we have to make this game when we're super excited. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again. And for everyone out there listening, take care. And we'll be back to you guys soon. Bye.